0: Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is January 11th, and this is episode 145. Hopefully, you guys are having a wonderful Wednesday today. We've got a lot to talk about things are absolutely starting to pick up and move. We've got some exciting things going on in our midterms and our macros, as well as our Dixie tenure and S&P. So, as always, let's dive right into it. Since we missed Monday's meeting, we're gonna be talking about the macro. First, as always, uh, what do we see here on our weeklies? Absolute exciting things. We can see that Ethereum pushing itself Quite a bit higher we're still not uh, into a weekly tc yet but we're probably looking at either this week's close within four days or next week's close uh being 11 days away uh working into that triple confirmation Uh, at this point in time because we got money flow just barely hanging out right below the green we already have our confirmed green dot we haven't confirmed wolfpack into the green as of yet This will be the first week that we see, and our buy signal should be either on this week's close or next week's close. So we're either one to two weeks away from that closing signal. Uh, Bitcoin, funnily enough, uh, money flow is the the first thing that turned green here. We have green dot already, wolf pack working into the green zone, and no buy signal yet. So playing off of divergence, working into a TC, we should be looking for at least at least a push into the short term resistance of around 18900 right around that $19000 level that's going to be the short term once we get our tc we should be pushing our way through that zone through a couple things actually it looks like market structure is coming in around that same actually it's a little bit higher closer towards 21000 there's going to be a bunch of resistance between 19 and 21 now we can definitely get up into that zone before the tc but until we have to confirm tc i don't think that we're going to be pushing our way through that level what's probably more likely to happen is coming up hitting resistance potentially pushing through a little bit coming back down for some sort of retest higher low in this midterm macro and looking for the bounce off of that to then hopefully change market structure push us into a bullish overall structure and Start breaking through those levels from there. Ethereum's pretty much in the same boat. We can see that short-term resistance is almost lining up with that zone of the market structure, it's sitting around sixteen seventy. Uh, resistance around fifteen hundred. So, fifteen hundred going to be the first uh start of that zone, and all the way up into that sixteen fifty level. So about one hundred and fifty dollars of resistance there that we're going to need to blow our way through in order to get continuation to the upside here. The more midterm resistance, Much you know, there's a huge jump between the short term and the midterm and the macros. So overall, we're continuing to sit along support. We're continuing to turn these macros up. This is exciting going into the year. We've spoken about in the last couple of sessions that January seems to be that pivotal point in markets when things start to either trend in one direction or change their trend. And we're kind of starting to see that potential continuation trend start to flow for us here. We're about halfway through the month almost, so it makes sense that we're building up strength here. We're looking for some sort of pungent move above 20, and we're looking to stay above 20 if this is going to see continuation into that midterm and that macro more than just uh, anything short-term getting rejected. You guys know the drill. So... I do expect continuation into the $19,000 level. Um, But until, again, we get some sort of rejection, maybe short term, come back to maybe 17.7, 17.5, where we are today, and then continuation from there, it's probably going to do this in some sort of three step type of deal where we hit 19, we come back to 17, we push through maybe to 2021, we come back to that 18.2 key level resistance, now support once we get above it. And kind of see continuation from there, breaking ourselves down into the more midterm macro, four day, three day, we can see again, just overall decline and bullish setup of momentum. The uh, money flow is getting shorter and shorter and shorter to the downside. We can see these divergences across all of our indicators here, right? It's not as prevalent on ETH, but it is It is here on ETH as well, more in like hidden bullish divergence in the shorter, shorter term. Overall, in the macro, we can see lower lows and higher lows overall. So, again, this is more than just a short term type of setup. This is something we haven't seen in quite a while since we've been dumping in the overall, right? Obviously, we've had a couple setups here that we thought were potentially going to play out. We took an extra step to the downside. Um, And what that does is it essentially just continues to build up that spring pressure that's going to push us into the upside direction. Now, again, we don't have to release all that pressure at once. That's actually, you know, a worse off situation than kind of playing it out in a longer term type of deal, kind of stepping our way up. The bulls like to take their time with these types of things. They always want to try and, you know, work out the weak hands as much as they can they come in the whales with a little bit of volume. They push it through a level. They watch the reaction. They don't do anything after that first initial move. They let the markets react, probably sell it back down. They have their buy orders and they continue to do this where maybe once a week we see some sort of, you know, 5% push. Oh, weird. Where'd that come from? And next week, oh, we're sitting at a 2% higher than we were last week and we see another 5% bump. Well, oh, where did that come from? And before you know it, we're already trading over 20,000. The market conditions have already changed. The structures have changed. And the bots start looking and either or are already taking positions. So there's some very exciting stuff we can tell as well that the markets are starting to try and uh, change with just looking at the altcoin market cap and what's been going on with the alts the last two weeks, pretty much since Christmas. Things, small coins, coins that you've probably never heard of, have been absolutely ripping. And that's really a lot of smart money whales taking advantage of those super small market caps that they know they can they can push up heavily, watch reaction, sell off. They take that money later and they throw it back into the stuff that they actually want. They're using these things as buildup for Ethereum and for Bitcoin later. You know, they make a couple of mil here and they throw it back in later. So be aware, you know, old coins pumping like this is a very good thing for the overall condition of the markets. Now, if we push ourselves into something like 16-hour, 12-hour, we can see that potentially we're starting to run into some resistance here in the midterm, short-term. We could be looking for some sort of short-term rejection off of here just because the overall fibs are pretty much extended right now out. We may need some sort of relief, higher low from here. Maybe a five hundred dollar drop into seventeen. But if the macros have their way, we won't really see that. We'll see a very short term three hundred dollars upwards of that five hundred dollar push down, higher low, and then continuation just continuing to lower, you know, smaller and smaller and smaller downside moves until we push through this local horizontal resistance that's sitting above us here, about seventeen five hundred to eighteen hundred or sorry eighteen thousand. Overall, we're looking good. The setups are bullish. You may see some sort of relief here in the next day or two. Potential buy opportunity. Not financial advice as always. But yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm doing. You know, my trades haven't changed since we put them in over a month ago. I know that can be frustrating in these types of sideways markets, but sometimes that's the best thing you can do. Is just have your overall outlook, be ready, be in a position, you know set it and forget it. And, and as long as the metrics and everything doesn't change, then we're in good shape. It's funny how everything starting to change and kind of come around now. You know, if you're looking at uh, YouTubers who have been bearish for the last six months starting to say, mm, well, maybe bottom, maybe possibly things are turning around now, kind of, maybe sorta. Right. And a lot of people are still looking for that shorting opportunity. Which I just you know, with the weekly in the direction that it is, obviously, until it actually confirms into the upside direction, we're not a hundred percent sure, but it's a very silly thing in my mind to be looking for shorts when the macro, the trend is turning into the upside direction. You don't want to be looking for you know anything past sh- very short term shorts when your macros are just changing. There's definitely going to be some downside opportunity here. but is it worth? You know, missing to try and grab a better long position for a much bigger move later? Probably yes. So just be aware of that. Be careful with your shorting, guys. I'm not telling you what to do or how to do it, but definitely be aware that, you know, things are shifting. And until proven otherwise, they're going to continue shifting. Um, potentially, we could get pushed through this too. We might not even see some sort of backtest test here in the short term if the midterms want to see continuation. All we have to do is extend the fibs, little bit farther to the upside all that fun stuff and see continuation we do have some very exciting stuff coming out with the trading bot in the next uh week or two will be yeah we'll talk about it in a little bit here i'm going to finish up with the charts and i'll dive into that because there is something we need you guys to do if you want to participate in alpha v2 and in the pre-sale so again information to come uh let's take a look over here at our dixie and our 10-year bonds. What do we see? We see exactly what I drew out, pretty much coming back here to the start of December. I think it was closer to the mid, right, the week before December, before Christmas, and we're seeing pretty much what we wanted to see here: that retest, lower high, hidden bearish divergence, right across multiple indicators. And now we're retesting at the level we really needed to get through: is the three point five percent level of the U.S. ten-year and the dollar index is also pretty much doing the same thing that we were looking for lower high retest hidden bearish divergence yada 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 not as high as i actually expected but you know nevertheless we came up we rejected we're turning back down again and we're at that key level uh support as we speak at that one 103. so market structure of daily of uh, the dixie has changed i don't believe the 10-year has changed yet. no it has not so we still need to get below 3.4 percent to see uh the structure change hopefully the fibs extend to the downside so on and so forth so what's likely to happen here is uh we're probably looking to charge that 100 point level of the dixie um as far as bond yields go we're probably looking to break below 3.4 percent uh before anything major occurs here now, the fact that there is hidden bearish divergence and a lower high confirmed now on both of these is quite foretelling of what's to come over the next say couple weeks potentially even into months because we are seeing uh weekly rejections as well here on uh the u.s tenure obviously right like if this turns into a uh invalidation of triple confirmation of a weekly we're going to see a very heavy move to the downside we can see that Our buy buy TC invalidated our previous sell TC by closing above it. And if we double invalidate, which is more than likely going to happen if we do see that next TC to the downside, uh, we've clearly rejected the zero line and our money flow continues to turn down. This could be a very strong signal for the US 10 year government bonds that they're probably looking to take a major jump to the downside. We're looking at 3% at the next key level support and below three percent uh two point six two point seven percent so almost a whole percentage point down that's about what thirty ish percent to the downside of what we have right now and Dixie' is just looking at continuation with weekly still being you know very much bearish here uh money flow very heavily falling into the red, looking at that overall continuation lower. this is a very steep decline, and I don't think it almost seems like we're we're curvaturing ourselves down into some sort of potential waterfall coming uh, at, you know, at some point in the next couple of months or weeks or whatever. Um, obviously, this both of these charts rejecting here and continuing to fall in the macros is very, very exciting for us in Bitcoin and for anyone trading stocks and assets coming probably over the next three to six months, potentially. Um, yeah, things are. Really all kind of lining up together as we've been speaking about again for the last possibly couple months, um, waiting for this thing to kind of fall into place, all the pieces to be put on the table. Now, coming over here to our S&P, we're still looking at this potential higher low, bullish divergence, continuation wave, bouncing off major level, key level support for uh, overall continuation to the upside here with the S&P. This is starting to look very good on our weekly as well. You we can see we didn't, you know, we bounced off the zero line in the bullish sense. We're back into the green. We haven't seen the TC yet, but again, probably a week or two away from actually getting the TC and invalidating again, it's a double invalidation of triple confirmation on a weekly. This is a very strong very strong overall signal of the macro and what's happening here again the fact that we have bullish divergence convergence now and an overall arching thing going on here with some sort of squeezing price action that's a very bullish overall sign we've taken another giant step to the upside here with the s p sitting around 39.69 today i believe yesterday we were just over 3900 so we keep making leaps and bounds here. we're looking good overall. We obviously still have resistance up in between here and four thousand one hundred. but as soon as we're through that level, uh we could be testing all the way into the forty two seventy level uh for potentially forming a local uh higher high and then potentially coming back to market structure, you know something retesting probably somewhere between i'd say 4100 and 4260 or 4280 we're probably going to hit a high here if we if we are really lucky we'll actually see a higher high without bearish divergence here but we we may see the bearish divergence just to help pull us back down um, we're looking for a retest of around 4000 uh, to act as support and higher low and overall bullishness to continue if we can get the retest to 4000 and the markets are happy with that. We hold it and we see continuation from there. Uh, where could we go? Well, the resistance that we seem to continue holding is all the way up here at around 5,000 points. I know that just seems illogical right now with how everything's been and markets and, and war and blah, 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 everything else going on in the background. But the real thing is, is that we've dealt with a lot of the pressure on the markets already. You know we've had a massive correction here it may not seem massive as in the sense of you know the average correction that we've seen over the past couple of years but it's definitely some sort of potential situation like we saw back here in 2016 where we came back you know to 15 20 percent and then saw a massive continuation for almost a hundred percent ish well sorry closer to 60 60 70 Overall continuation before ever coming back to that level, we haven't yet. So, yeah, we're continuing to hold the key levels. We're starting to push into that resistance zone. Being above 4,000 is the most important thing that I can see here 4,100 just to be super safe. Um, But overall, this looks excellent. Absolutely excellent. The midterms are not really faltering here as Bitcoin and ETH are showing. So, again, potentially not seeing that higher low in Bitcoin and ETH is possible here and we just literally get held up by what was previous support now resistance and we kind of huddle around this line we follow it up follow it up until we're actually at that key level of resistance at around the 4,080 4, uh, 4,100 level probably again seeing the rejection there maybe more likely for that retest below 4,000 push through come back to retest 4000 on the dot or somewhere close to it and then see continuation from there. Or, you know, market conditions could change somewhere in between here. But overall, as long as we continue to form higher lows from this point here on out, we're in very good shape. The highest low we have right now is around 3800 on the S&P. As far as that goes on Bitcoin and ETH, higher low would be above 16500 and Let's say 1190 or 1200 on ETH. So, we want to maintain that overall higher low type of deal. And that would be fantastic for us. Um, I want to talk about this quick because we did touch upon it, I believe, last week. Uh, FET or Fetch AI has been just absolutely ramping up. We've seen almost 100% since we talked about it in the podcast. Again, just with everything that's been going on with all the AI talk. You know, this was absolutely bound to start taking off. Do I believe that this is done? No. Maybe in the short term? Sure. But as we can see daily, three day, four day, two week, one week, all are absolutely in some sort of explosive state. We're looking at an overall higher low. There's some massive bullish divergence stuff going on here. The money flow has shot back up into the green. And I, yeah. I definitely don't think we're done here. There's definitely some short-term, mid-term resistance up in this 20 cent region. Um, around let's say 16, 17 cents all the way to 22 cents. I don't think we're gonna get held down for too much longer. Um, we've pinched off volume pretty much as much as we can. Now that we're starting to see money flow and potential or and triple confirmation of the weekly back to the upside. Um, yeah, there's there's quite a bit of room. It doesn't look like there's much to go here, but the highs are sitting almost at $1.20, so potentially a 5x from where we sit right now. Um, I would be looking, and I'd say anything above $0.10 cent seems like an overall good opportunity. Um, if we do see some sort of short-term rejection here with the four-hour, the one-hour, there is a little bit of bearish divergence going on on these last two highs, as so we can see between money flow and Liberator, so potentially some sort of back test into the res- uh, what was resistance at around 13 14 cents that might be a decent opportunity. So, just something to think about again. You know, I don't think this is fueled by anything other than all the hype behind AI right now. Everyone's talking about chat AI or chat GBT, um, you know, all the picture AI, all this shenanigans going on, right? So Uh, Overall, long term, I mean, the project itself, not bad, Um, but do your research, do your due diligence and just be aware that this is more than likely just some sort of hype thing. But that doesn't mean that it absolutely can't take off like crazy. We can see that the price action overall the last couple of years has just been pinching and getting tighter and the bands are absolutely at their at their breaking point. So be aware of that. Total three up about $17 billion in the last week or two. Absolutely exciting for those alts that we did see that hold of support, bullish divergence building, uh, on that key level, major level, $300 billion support level, right? We talked about this very, very important that we held that. We did poke below it for, you know, like a week or two, but overall, We've, we've pushed ourselves back into that zone. Money flow is absolutely taking off and things are looking great at this point. We still don't have a weekly TC yet, so we do need to be careful and aware of that. But the fact that we have bullish divergence again stacked up on weekly and we're on major level support that we haven't broken yet since we broke into it in 2021. 20, um, very good for the overall. Very good for the overall. This is still, in my opinion, a potential cup handle type of formation this handle could still end up playing out for the next i don't know full on year or more. We could reject somewhere in here, lower high, but that doesn't mean we can't go up a hundred ish percent in the altcoins. a hundred percent total market cap gain could be you know it. <laughs> It doesn't mean just 100% for some of the altcoins. Some of the altcoins potentially could do upwards of 500%, 1,000%, and some others may be lacking and you know maybe see upwards of only 60 or 100%. Now, again, it's something we've talked about here many, many times. You always seem to see that 100% first initial takeoff, right? 100% from where, you are, from where you're bottoming, you come back to the 618 and then you absolutely ramp up from there. And if we're looking at some sort of something like that, potentially, you know, 100%, let me see here. That's not what I wanted. Let's go for 580 and about 600 billion. That puts our 618 somewhere around 420 billion, 400 billion. Obviously, you know, we're just guesstimating right now. We haven't even come close to (laughs) getting this yet, but that would be the thinking 100% back to the six one eight, a higher low overall somewhere right in the mid zone of our macro channel here and then continuation from there. So just, you know, some some food for thought, some ideals, ideas for the overall of what's to come this year. Um, but overall, we're looking quite good, quite good. Whether that's Total 3, whether that's main caps, whether that's Dixie and US rejecting and falling in those macros, or whether that's the SP pushing into that 4,000 uh, point level again and again and again. It's only a matter of time. Everything's starting to uh, pick up. We'll obviously have to see what the Fed starts to do this year if they continue to be uh, dovish. Um, yeah, I think more and more people are going to start feeling comfortable again, putting their money back into the markets where maybe, you know, three months ago, six months ago, they were very scared, very worried about the overall economic situation. Um, if we can kind of lighten that tension there or continue to just, you know, blow it off, it's not that big a deal. Uh, we're fine. We're going to keep printing money. Oh, the fun, you know, the rates are going to keep dropping, blah, 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 blah. Um, It definitely gives people that comfortability back. Again, you can start to, you can, we're just in the beginning phases. Oh, the CPI is tomorrow. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow. I don't think it's going to be bad. I really don't. The way that everything's moving, if it's terrible, then obviously things, you know, may see some sort of start of uh, rejection and, and totally flipping again on us, but Uh, At this point in time, I think that that's quite unlikely, quite unlikely, my friends. Um, But yeah, the overalls of things, looking good, looking healthy. I can finally say that I feel pretty comfortable with with saying that we're more than likely looking to break this local high and see some continuation. 20K is going to be very hard to get through. I don't see us doing it on the first try, maybe even not even the second try. But if we hit 20, we higher low, we hit it again, we higher low again, and we smash through. That would make a lot of sense to me. Some sort of one-tap, two-tap break. Smash into the next resistance at about 21 to 22. Probably retest 20. If we can hold 20 That after that third time, that's going to be the money shot. That's what we're looking for for some sort of major sort of jump. Potentially, like you just start looking at the next Fib levels, you know, what's above 21, 22, well, 26, 200. And then what's from there? We have resistance at 30 to 31 and from there, 35, 36. So, you know, some really decent jumps from here. Even that's almost, it's 110%. If we get all the way to the two, six, one, eight, that's, that's a very, very charged move. If it was to come. Right, very healthy. Now, daily market structure of Bitcoin on our side already. Daily market structure of Ethereum on our side. Fibs already extended to the upside. If we were to make it all the way to the top here, we're looking at around $2,000 for Ethereum. That's almost a 70% jump. So things are... Actually, I'm wrong. Sorry. That's <laughs> about... A, what do we got here? 1300 to $2,700. What is that? 35, 40%? Almost 50%? Yeah. Yeah, something in there. 35-40% jump. Um man. Gosh, it feels weird to be talking this this bullish again. I almost feel like we need uh we need Jay to come in here and just crap on our dreams. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk quickly about uh Alpha V2 and what you guys need to do. Um, I know Jonas has already highlighted it in i believe the tc update channel Um, you guys need to uh basically fill out the form that we've got in there for you if you want to participate in i believe v2 and pre-sale it's basically just uh some legal shenanigans that we're dealing with to get the company filed and everything sorted all our ducks in a row Um, and we will be closing alpha v1 meaning that you guys need to either close or take out your fund if you if you put upwards of $100 in there Um, and I believe once we actually switch it to V2 that that position will close automatically we're doing that in about a week so your money will still be there regardless but better if you guys take it out or if we you know close the trade within the next couple days we're we're in profit right now with the current position Uh, you know obviously with everything turning up It's not ideal to close right now or even in the next day or two. So um, we'll kind of play it by ear and we'll let you guys know when we think or what's going on if we end up, if that position closes on its own, then nothing to worry about. But we do need you guys to fill out that form. It'll take two seconds. Super quick. Excellent. So, yes, fill out your forms. Yeah, skellywags and uh, look forward to Alpha V2. There is some really cool stuff. Uh, we do have a, fam, a members meeting over in the Triple Confirmation channel coming up uh, on the 17th. So what is that, six days from now on Tuesday at 1 p.m. My time, that's PST. Uh, we'll be talking about a lot of the new stuff coming in for that on that date. So if you guys don't know, uh, anyone who I believe is a member of the other Discord gets access to those meetings want to target enterprise and government so aws is a great proper partnership that's the case interesting interesting aws enable apps wow that's so weird i didn't know that aws was looking towards uh crypto projects i mean if you want to talk about that quick po i'd love to uh i'd love to hear about what you're talking about because I, I have no clue right now
1: oh good bro. um so i'm this is my world essentially i i previously worked as a partner manager for for google um mm-hmm. and that was you know that would be the aws person um looking for third parties who use their technology usually hosting um mm-hmm. and trying to turn them from customers into strategic partners and it works well with technologies like avax and you could probably look at let's say something like salesforce as a comparison here so salesforce would you know years ago or uh, uh, do you know more a younger equivalent do you know an aws rep would be like okay look you're someone that i can bring in a door to my other clients who are using my hosting stuff my enterprise customers my government customers we didn't build your shit, but it makes us look good and innovative and we're adding value it's something for any ent- account managers to go hey customer this avax thing over here you get into blockchain well hey you use aws we approve of them do you know we vet them So Mm -hmm. if it's a proper partnership, um, I'm less cynical, as I stated, of AVAX in this sense, because back in the 21 Bull Run, man, everyone was just like, hey, we're we're partnering with Google. Hey, you paid your hosting bill, bro. Like you can do a one hour online course to get the badge. You can put it on your website to say, you know, if you're a Google partner partner, because you did an online LMS course, it's it, 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 this kind of thing has been around for donkey's years, you know, and that kind of abuse of it. But as I was saying, um, I'm less cynical of it with AVAX because it actually makes sense. It's something that, like, I'm looking, I, I love to look and see if they got a job, <laughs> you know, because that's how big deals are done. You know, it's very hard for startups to break into the enterprise, knocking nice. on the door themselves. Usually they get piggybacked by big organizations already in there doing the boring stuff. And they're looking to add value to partnership. So it makes sense. Cool. Uh, and it's why you like oh, I saw it earlier on and I was just it just you know an hour later, the big green dildo of the day was was Avax, you know.
0: Mm. Yeah, and I mean I I don't even think that really it has seen the big green dildo yet. I mean we're so low in price, right? Like it's it it definitely shot up, but there's, there's so much more uh, value that can be thrown back into AVAX. I just, I definitely don't see it uh, stopping at any time soon with the overall condition changing in this bullish direction as it is. But this is, that's, I mean, that's a very exciting thing to see that, uh, you know, just for anyone listening on the podcast, since we didn't really explain it, I apologize. Um, but Ava Labs, which is Avalanche's research and development team, Uh, is partnering up with uh, Amazon's AWS, which is, uh, what what does AWS stand for, Pio?
1: Amazon Web Services. So essentially infrastructure hosting, you know. So, you know, like governments and companies, they'll either have their own data centers, Mm -hmm. servers sitting there running their infrastructure and application stack, or they'll outsource it to the the Invertacoma Cloud, which is basically just outsourcing our data center to Google or Amazon or Microsoft and got you. that's the trend um and typically customers and, and governments have moved to the hyperscalers um because their application stacks and their servers are more modern and can be more innovative so typically if if somebody moves to AWS moves their to you know, their existing IT systems it's more of a strategic move yes to save costs but to have that technological agility to innovate and try new things so typically you know just this, this kind of again qed it's it's good news
0: yeah no absolutely i mean good for us good for everybody uh crypto sourcing base like that's yeah that's fantastic danny b says uh about 60 percent of u.s internet traffic goes through aws and more that's insane i had no idea about that's uh st- about that statistic
1: um around 70 percent of eth nodes are running an aws Wow. You know, But that's yeah. a different... So that's a customer relationship. Like That is you know, a validator spun up an account. You can you know, probably do what we're talking. Go to AWS.com, punch in your credit card, and you can start spinning up on them. So that's a customer relationship. And that was when I referred to being abused. A lot of people did this, like, oh, this new fucking shitcoin that's on KuCoin. Oh, they're partnering with Google. <laughs> they were just they're being built by them in the same way as the validators. A partnership is, is very much different. It means they're co-selling. Mm-hmm. They're going into big accounts and selling
0: shoulder to shoulder. Mint. Wow. Very exciting. Very cool. Very cool indeed. Hmm. Well, my friends, I think we've covered our bases today. I hope that you can hear the excitement in my, in my voice. You know, obviously, we don't want to get emotional about this whole thing. But, you know, we're finally, finally, like we, you know, we thought we had it back here. Obviously, we had the weekly TC that didn't work out so good for us. But at the same, in the same uh, breath, you know, even though we did continue dumping from that TC up rejection of twenty-one twenty the last time back here in October, what really came out of the TC down? Nothing, right? We had this massive push back down. We TC down two weeks later. And then since then, nothing, right? We've actually come up in the overall, overall time of what, of when that occurred. So we had an invalidation. It didn't play out fully. If we invalidate the invalidation and we have bullish divergences and money flows back in the green, like this is, this is major. This is, this is that type of turning point that we saw back in here overall, right? This is, this, is, this is really exciting. Now, obviously, we've got a lot, of, a, a lot of price action to cover before anything's for sure, you know, bear market done, blah, 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 higher low confirmed, all that shenanigans, right? But definitely, this could amount to something more than we've seen over the, pretty much the whole course of this year. So very exciting in that regard some sort of bounce back into the 30 to 40 K level could be very much in our future. So something to look forward to. Things are getting exciting again. People are going to start paying attention to cryptocurrency. As soon as this thing goes over 20 K, I can guarantee it. Again, just everything with all the AI shenanigans that's coming out, that's going to push more people into looking at overall technology and infrastructure of uh, internet activities. Obviously, not financial advice. Get your ducks in a row. Be ready. You are still literally consolidating, and you're like, oh, I didn't buy the bottom. That's a whole $1,500 below where we are right now. Well, you know, don't kick yourself too hard. You, you're not that far away. Ethereum's only $200 above the lows here, at least the last local lows that we got. So don't be too hard on yourself. You're not that far away. We haven't even seen the weekly TC confirm yet. You know, it's not too late overall if you're looking at that long-term perspective. And uh, yeah, as always, be safe. Love you guys. Make sure to enjoy the rest of your day. Take care. Bye-bye.